Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. It is another episode of your daily scrum. New day, new episode. Todd, how are we doing today? We're doing quite swell. Quite swell. Todd Miller over there, professional scrum trainer. He is quite swell. My name is Ryan Ripley. I'm also a professional scrum trainer. I'm feeling quite dandy. So we have Swell and Dandy. Uh, together, we own the Agile for Humans Network, training, books, videos, podcasts, all sorts of awesome content, all centered around helping you as a scrum practitioner do a little better each day. We hope this show helps you as well. Todd, today Ryan. we have... Ryan, <laughs> all right, take it easy. <laughs> today, our question is... How does the scrum value openness help scrum teams win? So, you know, I was, um, I was struggling this, with this one a bit, but uh, I Googled it. I Googled the definition of openness, right? right. I think this really helps. It's really helped me. So um, openness, lack of restriction, yep. accessibility, lack of secrecy or concealment, frankness. Is that beautiful? I, that's amazing. Right. The, the yeah. frankness, the lack of secrets. I mean, transparency demands it. Yeah. It Availability. What if a what if a what if a product owner? Right? We do this in class so many times. What happens when the product owner we simulate this when the product owner is unavailable? What happens to our teams? Yeah. Crumble. Right. I think that's a great definition. And all yeah. those things come together. If we can have openness, um, we can collaborate. You know, how many times have we seen a poor relationship between product owner and developers? Mm-hmm. And that just leads to confrontation and conflict and and turmoil and and then they start you know really resent resentment sets in holy cow and then that turns into conflict and world war and it's no good uh, but openness I think the way you've defined it keeps us out of that problem it does yeah and you know I'm thinking about this accessibility this word accessibility right. And I, I can't help but think about um, how maybe before stakeholders didn't have the accessibility to what we were developing that they do now. So, I mean, we have an event called the Sprint Review, 
that uh, we invite stakeholders into, where we inspect uh, the product, we inspect current market conditions, the product backlog, uh, all these different things we inspect and we adapt the product backlog because of it. But then there's also, there should be uh, accessibility to the product owner, right? And so and maybe even the developers or the rest of the scrim team, there's nothing stopping us from creating as much accessibility as we possibly can so that we're not going away. We're not disappearing, right? It's, there are no surprises. And I think that kind of goes along with that lack of secrecy, right? We're not trying to create any kind of secrets here. We're, we're open book, right? There's more accessibility than there was before, and we should be encouraging that, right? You know, Todd, what I'm hearing here is a great Triz setup in a retro mm. for a Scrum Master. How can we make sure we do not have openness and then put that definition underneath it? Mm-hmm. How do we make sure in our next sprint we do not have uh, the frankness, the availability? Um, what was the other piece there? Um, uh, lack of secrecy. Or lack of secrecy. Yeah. How do we? Yeah. How could we create those negative things in the next mm-hmm. sprint mm-hmm. and then see like what the, we're actually doing? Mm-hmm. And really work to 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 get rid of those poor behaviors because openness, you know, what I also hear in openness, Todd, aside from like this this idea for a retro, I think I want to try this. I want to run this triz. Um, I hear a, a tinge of diversity and inclusion as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This openness has to mean like this openness to uh, or the availability of of different voices and perspectives and. Mm-hmm. Um, abilities and and all of these great things. And so hopefully that also keeps us aware of uh, when our biases prevent some of those great uh, opportunities to bring in different viewpoints and perspectives and people and backgrounds. And and so hopefully that's there. Something that I learned while writing our book, Fixing Your Scrum, right? Uh, Is that openness also meant for me? Like this is a very personal thing, being open to the idea that I could just be flat out wrong, like that frankness, like that, mm-hmm. that I, I think that's it. You, you found a great definition, but you know, sometimes I, I think it's just, it's almost like a humility or, or mm-hmm. humbleness where it's just like, I say things that I think are correct, but man, how many times have we had people come back and say, did you think about this? Or did you consider yeah. that? And being open to the idea that maybe I had a good core idea, some bad implementation, and this person is helping me build a better understanding, Right. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because that def- definition I gave that, I, I feel like what you described there is probably a lack of restriction, yep. right? Because we're, we're, we're not restricting, uh, we're not restricting ourselves into believing that the only thing that, that is right is what we're thinking. Right. And I think that, I think that perfectly exhibits openness and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy that I Googled this because it really helped me. I, I think I maybe struggled wrapping my head around this one a little bit, um, uh, and how it differentiates between transparency because there's a big it differentiates uh, massive difference. Major. Yeah, massive. but I would say without openness, transparency is going to be flawed. Yeah, yeah. Nicely done, Todd. Good job with the Google machine. Hey, sometimes these hands can Google the right things, Ryan. <laughs> you never know. Very nice. All right, everybody, that's going to be the episode for today. Like and subscribe so you know when we drop new episodes. It's really important you do that. As soon as we get to 10,000 subs, we're opening up the merch store. We made that commitment. The merch train, choo-choo. We got a great graphic designer. We've got some T-shirt ideas, some hoodies, some hats. I'm making myself laugh. Laugh. I'm sorry. You're oh the merch train. Here we go. (laughs) Check out the socials. The video's below. Like and subscribe, like I said. Comment below. Check out the description. Leave your questions. That's the most important thing to us, right? All jokes and and funny stuff aside, 
the comments really drive the community. There's a great community here on YouTube of, of like-minded and, and, and compassionate Agilists. We want to make sure that we're helping each other, but also leave your questions. We love answering your questions on the show. Um, and so, yeah, get those in there. But today, go forward. Have a great day with your Scrum team. Look for ways of openness. Where, where are the restrictions? Where's the lack of frankness? Where's the la- lack of uh, accessibility? And see if you can just soften up some of those edges, work to, to make things a little bit better. And uh, until tomorrow or until next time, I'm Ryan Ripley. That's Todd Miller. Go forward, do great things. Scrum on. We'll see you tomorrow. See you. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.